pictures and no one told you they loved me today that I love you because you are you. Happy Memorial Day weekend. Wow. Before I get started on my fabulous news about the Dodgers basically eating their own hats, because <laughs> I love the Dodgers. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to honor my father, a veteran of World War II, my brother, a veteran of Vietnam War, and my husband, who is a reservist in the Army. Three men in my life that really took care of their duty and faced it with honor and pride. And I'm, you know, so proud of them. And they helped our country. I wish the country was like that once again, especially the unanimity in World War II, the big word, when we all got together for the common good in World War II. I wish it was like that now. We were a company, excuse me, we were a country not divided the way we are now. And I pray that we're not going to be. I pray every day. Anyway, I wanted to talk about the L.A. Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, okay? And I'm very excited. This is from the other day, though. <clears throat> it's a frog in my Detroit. Detroit, and I can talky. <laughs> okay, silliness from when I was a kid. Bitter about the Dodgers drama? It's not their habit. Drag nuns preach compassion and comedy. That's part of their calling. Woo! Ask the LA Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence why they decided to join the other, the order of drag nuns, and most of them will tell you it's because they felt the call. Ah, Sister Tootie Toot, glitter green lips, dark beard, emerald cocktail dress, felt it like a ton of bricks when she walked into a leather bar where several sisters had assembled. Sister Unity, tangerine veil, tangerine eye makeup, furry tangerine stole, felt it like a tingling mix of fire, ice, and electricity when she happened upon the original order of sisters blessing the crowd at a pride parade in San Francisco. And Sister Candy sighed of the immaculate misconception, long sleeve, black dress, white bib, several strands of fake pearls was struck by the feeling of power emanating from a group of visiting drag nuns walking down the street at an LA pride event. Ah, I was still feeling the guilt that I was going to let my parents down because of who I was, she said. When I found out the message of the sisters was about removing stigmatic guilt. Thank God. And I, what don't I know from guilt? I know from Jewish guilt. You know how your grandmother would say, Thondra, you're going to to me. You're going to marry a doctor. If you're not, you're going to kill me. It's going to kill me if you don't marry a doctor or a lawyer. Well, I married a lawyer years and years and years and years later. She'd be proud. He doesn't practice, but anyway. And repairing people's joy, I was like, I need to do that for myself. And I need to do it for other people, too. With their signature white makeup, oversized wimples, they call them 
hoobie-doobies and supersized lashes. I wish I could put eyelashes on. I'm not good at that. The sisters of perpetual indulgence turn heads wherever they go. But the group's national profile soared to new heights recently when the Dodgers announced that they would recognize the sisters with a Community Heroes Award, rescinded the award after pushback from conservative Catholic groups, Catholics. Uh-huh. I grew up around Catholics, so, you know. And then reinstated it all over the course of a whirlwind few days. The sisters reaccepted the award as Dodgers leadership vowed to better educate themselves instead of bitterness. The sisters offered up a benediction. May the games be blessed. May the players be blessed. May the fans be blessed. May the beer and hot dogs flow forth in tasty abundance. <laughs> While some might have found it difficult to forgive the Dodgers, that's not the sisters' way, said Sister June Cleavage a transgender female member of the group. The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence welcome people of every gender, race, romantic alignment, class, species, phylum, beverage, preference, and sexual proclivity according to their website. You don't come to this organization without understanding, without compassion, and without having brought, fought these kinds of battles before on a similar scale, she said. I think it comes with the calling. Wow. Love that. On a recent spiring, spring, spiring, spring evening, ah, 11 sisters gathered at the Elysian Park in the shadow of Georgia Stadium in full regalia to discuss the past, present, and future of the nonprofit group of the wake of the recent hullabaloo. The sisters' origins date to 1979 when three gay men began running around San Francisco in nun sabbats. What started as an audacious joke quickly became more serious when the AIDS crisis struck in the early 80s and the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence held the first fundraisers for AIDS organizations and put out the first Saver Sex pamphlet. Word spread of the group that married irreverence with service and new chapters sprang up in the cities around the world, including in L.A. in 1995. The sisters' mission statement is the expiation of stigmatic guilt and the promulgation, big words, of universal joy. They're bringing joy, honeys, but since their inception, they've been called diabolical, anti-Catholic, and accused by the detractors of mocking Catholic nuns. That's not how we see it. We're not mocking anything, said Sister Harlot Delight, red-ribbed, mini-dress, red tassel earrings, ornate pink makeup. We appreciate nuns, and we're doing it our own way for our community. All of these sisters work on a volunteer basis, and any money they earn goes is through donations, appearances of events they throw is disturbed to charitable organizations. Any dollar that comes into the sisters goes right back out to the community, Sister Candy Side said. It doesn't benefit us in any way. They also minister individually to people in need. Early on, it surprised the heck out of us to discover that people liked the joke, but they also took the nun aspect seriously, Sister Unity said. And we started to think, you know, 
we do have a serious responsibility. Let's live up to that and give people the truth of our hearts as well as the glitter and humor. Now the sisters call one-on-one -on -one interactions, mission work, and said they happen all the time. They're called the, the Time Sister Mariposa Patriotata. Now a sister Emeritus was standing on a corner in West Hollywood amid the thump thump of dance music, talking with a young man who had just come out to his parents in Orange County, or Orange County, let me tell you. He was crying because it didn't go well. She assured him that he would be okay and that while it was painful now, there was a community of thousands ready to support him and be his friends and family. Vu Den? Sister Unity remembers taking a confession in the bathroom stall of a gay bar from a burly leather daddy who was worried about his boyfriend, Sister June Cleavage. Recently spent 30 minutes at the sister's annual white dress party holding the hand of a volunteer who was grieving for his mother who had recently died. Some sisters think the anonymity of the white makeup allows people to open up to them. It's a mask. And sometimes people are more comfortable talking to a mask than an actual person's face, Sister Candy side said. Sister Luz Clarita, whose striped iridescent makeup resembles the Mexican flag, said the sisters are playing with the archetype of the of the jester or the clown. Unless you have a phobia, you know the clown is not going to hurt you. He's the dumb one, the one that has no value, she said. And so it allows us to access in other people the dark places they might be afraid to go. Joining the sisters is not as simple as choosing a great name and putting on makeup. The process usually takes 18 months. <clears throat> it begins with hmm, the, the aspirin stage. When a person declares their interest in becoming a sister, selects the name, and starts attending meetings. If that all goes well, three months later, she enters the postulant stage in which she can start wearing the makeup but is not yet given a veil. Six months after that, she will move up to the novice stage, hmm. at which she does the hooby-dooby and is expected to, to participate in events and meetings but must wear a white veil at events. To graduate to full-fledged sister, each novice must complete a project such as producing an event or organizing a safe sex campaign. One sister wrote a cookbook and gave the proceeds to an AIDS organization. Another organized a sister story time at an LGBTQ plus space in Torrance where sisters read to kids in English and Spanish. What I tell people is that each stage is like kind of like, what, what I tell people is that each stage is kind of like, does your crazy match your crazy, our crazy? <laughs> Sister, this is when Kunamatwana, uh, Leah said, and also, are you here for work in the addition to the frivolity because it works? The sisters are used to attracting attention, but many acknowledge that the recent whiplash has taken an emotional toll. When news media suggested that the Dodgers initially rescinded the award because the baseball team's fan base is largely Latino and Catholic sister Beyonce knows, I love that, Beyonce knows, a lifelong fan of the team was upset. I was like, yeah, that's me. So she said, so what do you do? You want to talk about it? 
Sister Tootie said that for many of the sisters, the initial snub called up the painful experiences from the past. My reaction was, here we go again, same old, same old, she said. At mostly queer and gay people, we're used to disappointment and things being taken from us. A lot of us have experienced that with our families and friends and communities, but many of the sisters said there was an upside to the experience, too, even before the Dodgers apologized. I am a Mexican gay man who lives in the United States of America, so I'm always scared. Sister Beyonce said, this particular situation doesn't change that for me, but I felt mostly supported not only by our community, but by our people outside our community as well. Sister Tootie agreed. I was initially sad, but when I saw the outpouring of love that came out of it, just brought me back to, it just brought me back to life, she said. Sister Unity was touched by all the support that came from the LGBTQ plus organizations which haven't always been universally welcome to those who do drag. I think it's a cultural change in the LGBTQ community, but for Sister Candy's side, the most meaningful support she received from her biological family. Years ago, she struggled to come out to her parents. Over the last week, though, her mother called to share that she was shocked to hear people saying terrible things about the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. She knew that it was a wonderful group and that Candy was a wonderful person. It was further proof that for a nun in drag, miracles can happen. Yay! And so your TikTok Bubby, who is an ally of the LGBTQ plus community, gay and lesbian, drag, trans, pan, um, asexual, bought tickets for TikTok hubby and TikTok bubby so that we can go to the June 16th Pride Night. And this will be my first time going and I'm very excited because the Dodgers did the right thing. I grew up, as I said, in Brooklyn in a neighborhood that was Jewish, Italian, which was Catholic and Puerto Rican. And there were a lot of churches around our neighborhood. And it's funny, one day, and I'm such a naive young girl and you know, I never thought about it. I thought the nuns were like, and the priests were reverent and all this kind of thing. And one day, one of my friends said, you know what the nuns and priests do? And I go, what? And he said, well, they have sex with each other. And I go, "I oh, come on. They're not supposed to sleep with each other. Well, he said, I once went by a church in the basement and I saw them having sex with each other. Well, immediately I thought, remember, I was a kid. I was. I said, oh, my God. Okay. Well, there goes another, you know, and I'm Jewish. There goes another couple of people off my pedestal. I saw they thought they were so pure and they were so innocent. Ha, ha, ha. Is there any, oh, a, a baby just being born is pure and innocent. So I have to say I'm so proud of the Dodgers doing this coming back and giving them awards. And I'm so excited to be going, you know, as a senior and an ally and a lover of all things, especially LGBTQIA+. Definitely, I'm your ally. So if you need to reach out to me, remember, I'm TikTok Bubby, and I am on TikTok, 
Instagram, Facebook, and this is my podcast. So if nobody told you they love you today, I love you because you're you. Keep being yourself. Who else are you going to be? You know, and hopefully I'll see you on June 16th. Uh, I'm being interviewed next week by someone who has the Gay Archives show on TikTok, and I can't wait for that because my life has always been, from the time I was a teenager, the only people that ever understood or loved my bigger-than-life personality was gay men. That's right. From the time I was in high school with my friend Frank Fuglia, he took me to the Copacabana at the Copa, Copacabana. He took me to that. His father was a in the band at the Copa. He played uh, clarinet. He was my first gay friend, but I didn't know it. But I kind of figured he put streaks and tips in his hair. It was like spray. You could spray your hair with different colors. So he was fabulous. And he was my first gay friend. So, and that was the beginning of my relationship with gay men. Eventually gay women as well. You know, drag queens. Everybody. On that side of the rainbow scale. I have more gay friends in my life than I do straight friends. And I said to my husband yesterday uh, over dinner, at Maria's Italian Kitchen in Studio City. Did you ever know any gay people before you met me? Well, no. Of course, if you're going to be in my life, you're going to know a lot of gay people. And that's right. And, and hopefully you accept them for who they are. So I am going to go to the Arboretum today with my husband. I haven't been since 1976. He's never been and he's a native. Hopefully it'll be open today. And if nobody told you they love you today, TikTok Bubby loves you because you're you. And if you are a veteran, family of a veteran, I love you all.